can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. We can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. Nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits, conquer fear, or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics. But we don't make product for them. Look to the future, but embrace our past. We study, we analyze, we race on Sunday so we can innovate on Monday. We exercise trial and error religiously. through our commitment to the pursuit of perfection. We learn. How to make product for the people that are capable of dedicating everything to sport. Whether there is a championship involved or not. Alpine stars, one goal, one vision. That's where it all started. 
Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Brand, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Fly Racing Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Justified Cultures, Moto Ice Wrap, as well as Traction MX Seat Covers. You can go to justifiedcultures.com right now and, and enter discount code BIGMX17 to receive 30% off your order. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, and with us on the line for the second time in uh, a very short period of time is Colton Echt, the 526 in your program, number one in your hearts. Colton, how's it going? It's going good, Brad. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thank you for joining me once again, and uh, always a pleasure to have you on because you're a knowledgeable young man who uh, is on the rise and uh, getting back to uh, getting back to fitness, getting back to the ability of uh, just being a regular 21. Hey, you're 21 years old. That's right. Yep. Yeah, 21 year old uh, young man. Uh, for those who don't already know, uh, a, a nasty crash in uh, in Dallas left you uh, uh, with some some lack of feeling in your lower extremities, and since then that feeling has all come back. And uh, but some muscle muscle atrophy, of course, had, had uh, taken its course over some time. Uh, you spent a lot of time in uh, in both. Um, you were you're in recovery as well as in hospital for about was it about four weeks there, and then uh, now you're you're starting to get better every single day. So take us through it all, like basically from from crash right to where you're at right now as far as your ability. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like you said, had that crash in Dallas and uh, broke my back, and uh, yeah, lost some feeling. Well, m- all my feeling from from the waist down. Um, so you know it was a slow thing. Came back over over the course of about a month. And then, um, just from then on, I've been just really focusing on trying to get my strength back. And I mean, when I got out of the hospital, I couldn't even, couldn't even do a squat, you know, with, with no weight. So, um, just working on that and I lost, lost so much muscle and lost all my flexibility and everything. So, um, just trying to get, get all that back. And then meanwhile, healing my back and all the other bones I broke, but, uh, it's going really well. I'm walking again, which is, it's a huge blessing. I I'm just can't express how awesome it is to walk. You don't, uh, you don't understand how, how awesome it is to walk until you can't do it. So, uh, it's, that's been amazing. And then, um, yeah, like you said, just, uh, just working hard, trying to get my strength back. I want to get back on the motorcycle pretty soon. So, uh, yeah, just doing everything I can to make that happen. No kidding. And like, it's just, like you said, incremental, uh, differences every single day. Like you said, you're super sore, but, uh, that muscle has memory and it's, uh, it's slowly starting to come back to you. Uh, as far as, uh, the doctors, uh, that you've probably had some follow-ups and stuff like that, um, are they, are they encouraging? Are they, are they surprised with your recovery? And, uh, like, um, they, as, as predicted right, right from the beginning of your, your, like the day after your, your injury, uh, Racer X had a statement saying that you were, you were most likely going to make a full 100 percent uh recovery is uh, is that still the prognosis and uh like basically like your shoot for to be uh just your regular everyday uh 21 year old kid who happens to be lightning quick on two wheels <laughs> yeah that's uh that's definitely my goal um 
yeah, like you said, uh, full recovery is expected and I'm on the right track. Um, got a couple of like little nagging things, you know, like certain muscles, uh, don't fire quite as well as they used to, but, uh, it's all coming back. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's the goal. That's the plan. Uh, hundred percent recovery. And then, you know, like I said, eventually, uh, get back on my motorcycle and, and get back out on the supercross track as, as scary as that is, uh, or that's, that's where I want to be. So. For sure. And obviously, um, like I, I'm, for me, I don't know how you perceive it, uh, now after your injury, but, um, with, with a couple of injuries this last weekend with, uh, uh, Noah McConaughey going down and having a back injury as well as, uh, the 58 of, of, Kyle, uh, of Chris Aldridge, uh, when you see stuff like that, does it put things more into perspective or, uh, do you just kind of like try to look past that stuff and, and, and worry about your own deal? Yeah, you know, it it really does. Like since getting hurt, I've seen so many things on TV and just watching the races that I just I cringe, you know, just watching guys, you know, almost land on each other in rhythm sections or or obviously like the big crashes like you just mentioned. But um you know, I've I've kind of come to grips with it and I realize, you know, you can't you can't live your life in a bubble, you know, you can just as easily go get hurt in a car crash or you know, doing something else stupid. So, um, you know, might as well, might as well go for it while you've, while you've got the ability. So, um, yeah, I want to, want to get back out there, but like you said, you know, with, with Noah getting hurt and with Chris getting hurt, man, my prayers go out to those guys. That's, I, I wouldn't wish it on anybody, you know, breaking your back and going through anything like that is it's an early deal. So, uh, so yeah, prayers to those guys and hoping for a quick recovery for them. No kidding, and absolutely, prayers and thoughts go out to both uh, Chris and uh, and Noah, who uh, no doubt have some time to uh, to listen to podcasts like these. Unfortunately, uh, and hopefully, if those guys are listening, uh, they might chuckle a little bit. Unfortunately, Chris might be in a little bit extra pain because he's got a broken rib. So um, I'm sorry, Chris, if you, that made you laugh. <laughs> and uh, um, but uh, all 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 things uh, um, that like the thing is. In motocross, there's always inherent injuries. I think we come to grips with it the moment we throw a leg over a bike. The the reality of uh, even like Jimmy Button, his injury that he still battles today um, is is from a, a crash that was pretty innocent. These things can happen. Like uh, I would I would ne- like never want for myself to basically say I'm never going to race motocross again, but then slip in the tub and uh, and, and then have an injury. Like you know, it, it can happen anywhere mm-hmm. and um there's there was i talked to um dennis stapleton about that and he's like there was there was a friend of his that was ended up uh, in a in a wheelchair and uh his friends came with him and he was feeling they were all feeling sore for him he's like don't feel bad for me i've lived i've raced supercrosses i've gone all over the world uh living this beautiful like this wonderful sport he pointed over to uh, across the the hospital to a to a, a young young girl nine years old who was going to be in a wheelchair for the rest of her life and she got injured in a bathtub she was just trying to take a bath uh and uh, and, and got that that injury so uh like it just it just kind of puts things in perspective that uh it, it can happen at any time and uh to not um shy away from it because uh like, like you said while you're able to continue doing so you might as well keep risking it for the biscuit man because uh there's <laughs> not many feelings that can replace uh racing your motorcycle yeah yeah it's true i mean you know i've told you know everybody who gets asked like why would you want to 
why would you want to ride again? I said, you know, I've got the opportunity to, you know, race my motorcycle, travel the country, travel the world, you know, and, you know, live my dream. You know, I, I'd be stupid to pass it up, you know? And, you know, I, I know a lot of people don't have the same, uh, same beliefs as I do, but, you know, I really think that, you know, it's all part of God's plan. You know, if, if that's, if I end up in a wheelchair someday, then, you know, that's part of the plan. And, uh, you know, it's going to be what it's going to be, whether, whether I'm riding my dirt bike or whether it's a car crash or just something stupid. So, you know, like I said, might as well, uh, might as well live the dream while I can. So, um, so yeah, I'm going for it. Right on, man. Well, uh, like I, I gotta think that uh, with the injury now, uh, your focus before getting onto the motorcycle is just to turn yourself into the most able, the most ripped, the most jacked, uh, most capable human uh, to, to going back onto the motorcycle. I'm talking legs like tree trunks, a super stable, uh, uh, like uh, posterior chain, which is the muscles that wrap around the spine. That whole the whole nine yards. That that focus comes before the motorcycle, but that satisfaction of eventually getting onto the bike is what drives you. Imagine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's like that's the that's the thing that's motivating me to do this whole thing. You know, through the the whole recovery, just getting back on that motorcycle. But yeah, like you said, um, before I even think about throwing my leg over a bike again, I'm gonna be, you know, strong as an ox. You know, I think that's that's your best defense against injury is is being strong and being you know, having that layer of muscle protecting you. So um, totally. I, I've honestly, yeah. I've, like in my, my travels, uh, freestyle skiing when I was like 18, 19 years old, I had a number of big crashes and doctors say like the only reason why I didn't break this or that was cause I've, uh, I'm a pretty, uh, I'm a pretty thick kid as far as, uh, the, the muscles go, which has always been a, a, a blessing of mine. But, uh, let's talk a little bit about the, an, a special event that happened this weekend. My friend Colin Morrison went out to it. Scummy was in, uh, in attendance for the, uh, the Colton ride day out at LACR. So tell me a little about it and, uh, the happenings of the day that was. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, Scummy was out there. Uh, yeah, super, uh, just super big. Thanks to my uncle. He kind of orchestrated the whole thing, um, through his shop, the racer's edge, but, uh, yeah, had just like a little fundraiser, um, like kind of ride day out at LACR and, uh, it was a ton of fun. We had a bunch of awesome people who came out um you know a bunch of people who donated we had a little raffle and stuff out there um so yeah it was a great time saw a bunch of friends that i haven't seen since my crash and uh it was it was awesome i'm so blessed to have so many people um come together to help me out in my time of need so uh so it's great you know we raised enough money that you know i can pretty much cover almost all my medical bills and i'll be uh I'll be good to go. So, uh, yeah, like I said, just a huge blessing to have, have so many people, uh, come together for me. It was, it was truly humbling. It was awesome. No kidding. That, that's gotta, uh, gotta be a, a heartfelt moment when, uh, you see all those, those, uh, supporters and the people with smiles on their faces there to, to support you. I wish I lived in California, man. I would have had the, uh, the 95 machine, uh, loaded up and, and, and ready to attend. But, uh, great to see that, uh, you have a, a ton of great friends and great supporters. And honestly, yeah, a bunch of people that you probably hadn't seen in quite some time because when you guys are training for Supercross, it's, uh, um, 
Elsnor milestone Paula uh, repeat. Uh, it's just over and over and over again. You guys are super driven uh, to get that stuff done. So uh, it, it's nice to uh, maybe uh, take us take a step back a little bit and see all that appreciation. Just gonna. Uh, grow that hunger that just that a little bit more and uh i i think that's that's got to really fuel you at this point yeah absolutely you know like you said when when we're training it's just it consumes your life you don't really have much time for time for anything else if you want to be competitive so yeah good to see all those people and you know throughout this whole thing it's kind of been another inspiration for me is you know seeing all the people that tell me that oh man you you inspire me you know, that's, that's the coolest thing. Like, you know, I, it almost makes it bigger than just me. Like if I can inspire others by trying to get back on my motorcycle, that's, that makes it even sweeter. So, um, Heck so yeah. yeah, it's, it's awesome. For sure, man. So, and like, uh, obviously with, with some, uh, some time off and some, uh, obvi- like you're, you're still in recovery mode. Uh, what are some of the most important things for you to see, uh, incremental changes throughout the, throughout the weeks? And, uh, basically, are you tracking things or are you making sure that there's spe- specific exercises that you're doing? Uh, and of course, I imagine there's still a fair bit of, uh, of rehab and, uh, and stuff and physio to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing, uh, uh, physical therapy like five days a week right now, actually. So that's, uh, that's pretty awesome. You know, it keeps me, keeps me busy. And, uh, other than that, you know, just trying to sleep as much as possible. That's been one thing with this injury that I haven't really experienced before. Um, is that I just get super tired. I don't know. I don't know if it's just, you know, the nerves trying to figure out their pathways again or, or what the deal is, but yeah, I, I've just been getting super tired. So I have to sleep a lot and then obviously eating right. And then, yeah, just focusing on, on all the exercises that the therapists give me and doing stuff at home and just trying to, trying to maximize my days, you know, it's, uh, the, yeah. from everything I've, I've been told, you know, the more I can, the more I can get done in a short period of time, you know, the, the better off I'll be. So, um, so yeah, just, just like I said, trying to maximize my days and get, get the most out of every day and try to improve as much as possible. So this, uh, this back brace and kind of, uh, um, apparatus, it's on your, your upper body. Is that on you, uh, 24 seven, even when you're sleeping, uh, what, what's the deal there and, uh, uh, what needs to happen before you can have it, have it off full time? Yeah. So originally it was, it was, it was on me 24 seven and that was, that was brutal. I, I hated that thing, but, uh, but yeah, since then I've been able to sleep without it. And, uh, I just had a checkup, uh, this past week and the doctor said I can start taking it off at home, um, whenever I'm not going to be doing anything too strenuous. So, um, so yeah, so right now I just need it when I'm out and about and when I'm driving and stuff like that. So, uh, within, hopefully within the next few weeks I can take it off and then I'll at least look sort of normal. (laughs) I won't quite be normal yet, but I'll look it. So, um, so, so yeah, that'll be cool. For sure. sure. And I'm not sure if we can uh, release or say, I guess I'll have to ask Kyle, uh, because I'm supposed to talk to him in about 45 minutes. Um, But uh, I I know at the end of last time we talked, we had talked about uh, possibly getting you on the the Spectrum series for season three and uh, happy to uh, report that uh, you will in fact be featured in in an episode of uh, season three of the Spectrum series with Kyle Cowling, Nick Thiel over there at uh, Fantasos Media. So that's an exciting thing. They're going to document your recovery and basically in for all intents and purposes return to greatness my friend because uh you're, you're you're going back to the top 
<laughs> yeah, that's the plan. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of like a, a dream come true to work with those guys. You know, I've, I've watched Cal's videos since, you know, since I was just a little ripper. So, um, yeah, to be working with him and then, you know, to be part of the spectrum series is, it's super awesome. So, um, really excited for that. I think, uh, me and Kyle have been talking. I think we're going to start filming, uh, later this week. So, um, yeah, excited to get that going. It's, it's going to be pretty cool. No kidding. And, uh, so do you still plan on, uh, like, uh, operating the, uh, uh, Colton Act injury update, um, as well? It's just like keeping the, keeping the fans updated and, uh, just kind of give yourself a little bit extra something to do to, uh, to keep, keep your fans informed because, uh, we worry about you, big guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely like to. I'm, uh, I'm realizing how hard it is to, to edit video and do all that stuff. It's super time consuming, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, I've only done two videos, but they've, it takes me a long time. So, uh, but yeah, I definitely like to keep that up. I think, I think it's cool to let people see how I'm doing and see how I'm progressing. But, um, yeah, uh, look for more of those in the future. I can't really, uh, promise how often I'm going to do it, but I'm definitely going to try and try and get better about doing it. So, so yeah, definitely, uh, follow and uh, subscribe on the YouTube channel if you want to see more. Hey, this is Zach Cummins from Phoenix Racing Co. You're listening to the Big MX Radio Show. We're going to commercial. We'll be right back. Justified Cultures is the kind of apparel from the moment you put it on makes you feel like it was made just for you. Quality, comfortable apparel designed for and inspired by the live what you love lifestyle. Woven throughout the moto, desert, skate, and surf culture of Justified is the desire to celebrate human achievement, to inspire and create a modern lifestyle brand reflecting today's generation. Zach Commons, Matty Jesse, Phoenix Racing Co., Dominique Daffe, Cody Matichuk, and John Short are just a few athletes who found Justified Cultures clothing. Passion needed a clothing line to speak to the way that it lived each day. So, we created Justified Cultures. Navigate justifiedcultures.com to easily view over 40 individual styles to help you make a statement every time you step outside. As presenting sponsor to Big MX Radio, lock in promo code BIGMX17 when checking out at justifiedcultures.com to receive 30% off your Justified Cultures clothing. Express your lifestyle with Justified Cultures. Live what you love. This is a test of your racersindex.com awareness. This was a test to see if you're ready to be found at racersindex.com. Supercross and Arena Cross are coming up. Now is the time to secure your position on a team. Mechanics, models, riders, flaggers, team owners, production specialists, anything related to racing. Be found at racersindex.com. Click it for your ticket to be found and become part of the racing industry. Racersindex.com, your ultimate race production resource. Visit racersindex.com now. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. 
Hey, this is Adam with Vexy MX, and you're listening to the Big MX Podcast Radio Show. Hey, this is Alex Ray. I don't know this, why you're listening to Brad's podcast, but I'll be back on soon. Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show. Hey, guys, this is Kate Clayson, and not only do I blow uh, Alex Ray's doors off in the track, but I do it at K1 speed, too. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now, and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples, and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, talon and kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose. They just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to dubyausa.com today. WUSA. All things wheels. Hey, Big MX fans. Thanks for listening to this podcast and hope you're enjoying it. I want you guys to head on over to TractionMX.com. TractionMX is the place to get your seat covers for any bike that you have, whether it be a Husqvarna, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Yamaha, KTM, you name it. These guys have a great seat cover for you. They're durable, they're flashy, they're eye-catching, and they're one-of-a-kind. The reason why they're one-of-a-kind is because you design your own. You pick the fabrics, you pick the ribs, you pick everything all the way down to the stitching uh, color that they use on the seat cover itself. Traction MX is your one-stop shop to set your bike apart from the herd 110%. These seat covers start at just $69.95 American, and uh, the average turnaround is a one to two weeks. One to two weeks from now, you could have a bike that's looking completely different than it does right now. So head on over to TractionMX.com, start shopping, start designing, and make something special like for you today. Going viral with Viral Brand. Viral Brand is setting its sights on being one of the leading brands in the extreme sports market. From supercross to snowcross and snowboarding, and everything in between. Viral Brand is working hard to not only bring you premium products, quality eyewear, and killer style, but award-winning support with every sport. Head on over to theviralbrand.com and get tinted lenses, clear lenses, 10-pack of tear-offs, and goggle bag for only $59.99. Viral Brand products are available in the U.S., Canada, and Australia and used exclusively by the Barn Pros Racing MX Home Depot Yamaha team for the 2017 season. Go viral with the viral brand. Hey guys, Bill's Pipes is back, and that means the return of legendary performance. 
Two strokes, check. Four strokes, check. Since 1974, they've been tuning power at its finest for motocross racers, off-road racers, you name it. For you two-stroke lovers, the MX2 Bill's Pipe Exhaust System is flat out the right choice to make. Nickel works, and the brand new cone look is the right system for the job. When it comes to four-strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to decimate the field anywhere, anytime. So if you want the same pipe used by Billy Leninovich, Sean Collier, Vicky Golden, and the entire Barn Pros Home Depot Yamaha team, head over to Bill'sPipes.com today and never settle. Cool, man. Well, uh, uh, hopefully we'll see you, uh, back behind, uh, get back to work at the Racer's Edge at some point, uh, soon once you're 100% ready to go as far as, uh, getting some work done and stuff like that. And then, uh, uh, the clock ticks down, uh, to when you throw your leg over a motorcycle again, man. Like it's, it'll be a long road, but that satisfaction of getting back out there will be, uh, just that much greater. So, uh, I, I'm really encouraged by seeing you doing your thing and, uh, and, and just, just taking the bull by the horns and working at it um as far as uh, what is what has been the biggest hurdle for you biggest challenge day to day uh other than the tiredness and the, and the soreness um you know it's it's really hard to complain about it because i'm i'm so fortunate but you know i'm, I'm just extremely fortunate to be walking and you know and just you know be somewhat normal but, but man, it's tough. Like everything I do is like just exponentially harder than it used to be, whether it's, you know, making myself breakfast in the morning or, or doing anything really. So taking a shower even, but, uh, so that's been hard, but I know like, you know, it's only going to get easier from here. And, you know, it's just, uh, it's one of those things, you know, just got to put your head down and, and keep going until it gets better. So, uh, yeah. And then other than that, man, just, just missing my motorcycle. I, uh, that's the only thing that I've ever done for as long as I can remember. So, um, you know, it's just, just missing that and wanting, wanting to get back out on my motorcycle, you know, watching the races and thinking, thinking about how bad I want to be out there. So, um, so yeah, just, just missing my bike really. That's, that's the main thing. Fair enough. Well, we're going to talk about some of those races that you've been watching recently on the backside of these, these, commercials from Bill's Pipes and W. Wills. We'll be right back with Colton Eck. And we're back. Big MX radio podcast show still on the line with Colton Eck. Colton, um, you've been a huge fan of this sport since before you were even racing it. And uh, and now that you've got a little bit more downtime, I'm sure you're combing through these races even more uh, diligently and more carefully than uh, than you were when you were uh, featured in some of these main events and uh, and then all these races. Um, this last re- weekend was uh, was Seattle. Uh, even though you'd probably like you want nothing more than to get on a motorcycle, uh, would you? would maybe the track in Seattle be the last one that you'd pick? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I was uh, texting one of my friends and I, I told her, I said, looking at that track, I almost don't want to be out there. Keyword almost, but yeah, it's uh supercross is gnarly enough, you know, just when it's dry and conditions are normal. So when it gets rutted like that, it's just, I mean, it's, it's the gnarliest thing I could even possibly think of. It's just, it's, uh, you're taking your life in your hands every lap. So, um, kind of not, not super jealous of those guys this weekend. They definitely had their work cut out for them. It was, it was gnarly, gnarly conditions. 
No kidding. And it's honestly from, from some of the reports of some of the other, uh, the guys who were there in person, uh, sounded like, uh, although the, uh, the top guys seemed like they were having their own issues, the, uh, the privateers really had a, had a tough go because as you know, uh, stock, like, uh, factory suspension or work suspension versus kit stuff or, or, or like any, like whether it be like even, even the best stuff you can get from race tech doesn't pales in comparison to, uh, the, the stuff that Ryan Dungey, Eli Tomac and those guys have at their disposal. So, uh, the privateers really, really had a struggle with all those ruts. And, uh, it just seemed like you couldn't do the same lap twice. Like you couldn't do every, anything the same way twice. Even, uh, when, uh, Bar- when Marvin Muscan crashes while celebrating, you know, it was a tough track. <laughs> yeah, man. I was, uh, I felt for Marvin after that one. I think that had to be kind of embarrassing, but, uh, yeah, like you said, the track, it's just, it's nearly impossible to have perfect laps. You know, it's like, you just, you got to, muster up every ounce of riding ability you possibly have in your body to to even just make it a lap around that track so uh yeah it's not really i remember you know i raced oakland this year and conditions are pretty similar there and you know every lap even just to jump the triples was like you know you're you're just telling yourself one more time one more time every single lap you come around so uh yeah the the conditions were just Honestly, they were, I think they were a little bit dangerous to be completely honest. It was, it was just, it was on another level this weekend. So, um, I was pretty surprised and also obviously happy to see that, uh, not, not too many guys got carted out of there. So. Yeah, obviously we had, uh, we had Noah and, and Chris, but other than that, for the most part, uh, pretty safe uh um although we can't i don't know if you can uh if there was any residual uh, injuries from uh, martin davalos going for a off-track excursion but uh um everyone seemed to get up fine so that was that was okay but yeah they shortened the two the 450 main event not because of weather not because of wet because the dirtworks crew basically was like yeah we're we this track is not going to hold up it'll only get worse so uh shortening that race was definitely a sign that uh things were, were not were kind of on that raggedy edge of, of what's safe to uh, continue racing on and uh um yeah it was like they, they got tight time constraints for live television and all that but uh i think they did the best with the they could with what they had and perhaps uh Feld entertainment needs to look at different dirt for 2018 because uh that stuff was like moon sand it, it just moved and it was inconsistent and like like i said even the top guys had some scary moments out there so i can only imagine what the back markers were dealing with but uh now we have a tied series, and if if you want to go into technicalities, Eli Tomac is now your leader by wins. Um, wh- what did you? Uh, what was your, you take kind of take away from the the race, other than the uh, the fact that Ryan Dungey is a total badass from going from dead last all the way up to fourth? Maybe got a little bit of help from Davy Millsaps, uh, and then uh, Eli Tomac um, was trying to break the throttle cable on his Kawasaki for twenty solid laps, or however many they did. Yeah, man, watching Tomac ride was just, it was amazing and totally scary at the same time. You could tell he was... He was like was Stewart just, on a 125 back in the day. Yeah, he was just hanging it out, you know, leaving it all out on the track. I was, you know, like I said, I was almost scared watching him ride, just, just seeing how, how close he was to that edge. But, hey, he pulled it off. I mean, minus one little mistake, and, you know, even even with that mistake he made, he still... Still came out in second, so 
uh, yeah, that was incredible riding by by uh, Tomac and like you said, Dungey too, from last to fourth. So, um, you know, I mean, I just think that the races are going to get going to get better throughout the rest of the season. You know, we have we have outdoor races for the rest of the year, so weather's a factor again, and um, and you know, the the points are so close that you know anything can happen. I'm, uh, you know. I really am. I'm rooting for Dunge. I, you know, there's rumors that this is his last year. I really like to see him go out on top, but, uh, you know, I think, I think Tomac's going to do everything he can to stop that from happening. So it's, uh, it's exciting for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, at some point, uh, as, as much as you'd love to see a guy go out on top, uh, the young guys coming through want their time too. And it's, uh, it, only time will tell whether or not the, we, we, which guy can uh, can keep things together all the way to the bitter end? But uh, as it stands, I think uh, Eli Tomac is really making a case for uh, at least he's been the best guy in uh, in 2017, and uh, that might end up being a championship. And yeah, who knows what 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 comes as far as uh, New York? You never know what kind of uh, spring weather that you have in three weeks' time or two weeks' time in Salt Lake City could be the exact same scenario. Obviously, uh, the mud from uh, from Vegas last year was a bit of an oddity, but I guess you can never, you can't really rule that out as a possibility either. Um, any chance that uh, we see you uh, make a uh, the two-hour trek out to uh, um, to Las Vegas for uh, the final round? As uh, it is almost about a month away now, so uh, you'll be a whole lot more mobile than you already are. So uh, yeah, maybe we might might see you there. Yeah, uh, that's my plan actually. And um, you know, when I was obviously when I was riding, preparing for the season and everything, um, you know, one of my riding partners was, uh, Brock Shoemaker cause we live mm-hmm. pretty close to each other. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, you might even see me, uh, working a pit board. So, yes. um, you know, as long as I, I can get the strength to, uh, to last the whole day out there uh, up on my feet and stuff. Uh, yeah, I think you'll see me uh, working the pit board and spinning some wrenches. So that's kind of exciting. No kidding, that would be super cool to see, and also some. Uh, uh, I imagine uh, that the Spectrum boys would be out there, so that'd be some great footage as well. Um, you're, 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 you just love this stuff, man. That's what I, I, I love about talking with you. Is like you're a total fan of this stuff all the way back to uh, like the first ever Pulp MX shows, which is why I started doing my own po- uh, podcast. Is you were calling into that show as you were a hot shot up and coming amateur kids, just total fan. I absolutely love it. Yeah, you know, I I uh I just can't get away from it, you know. Even after like this this whole injury and you know, I had times where I thought, you know, I'm, I hate dirt bikes, you know, this sucks, but I uh I just can't stay away. So, like you said, even all the way back, I think I was calling in the pulp show even while I was racing my first few nationals. So, <laughs> um so yeah, uh I'm just I'm a super fan of the sport. I love it, you know, every day I I, I think about it, you know, it's 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 what I live for. So, yeah, you'll see me around whether I'm being a mechanic or I'm racing. I think you'll you'll see me in the industry for a long time. So, oh yeah, Colton Neck is going to continue to be a uh, a, a somebody uh, in and around the sport of Supercross. I don't doubt that whatsoever. Uh, I want to get your take on a couple of different things. One is uh, the the apparent, and I I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but I have to be analytical in the fact that. Uh, throughout this season, we've seen um, some some performances through in both the two fifties and the four fifties. Guys that come to mind are uh, like 
Malcolm Stewart as well as uh, Jimmy Dakotas and like the like oh, Jimmy talks about getting his uh, his fitness on point every single year. He makes marked improvements every single year, but uh, also every single year we seem to see a lot of uh, like late race crashes or or sometimes even a fade. And same thing from from Malcolm Stewart. Um, fitness be in, in question there. Do you think that those late rate crash late late rate late race crashes as well as late race uh, kind of uh, um, falling off the pace a little bit are both directly related to fitness or is there something else in play there? Yeah, I would say it has to be fitness. You know, it's tough. It's one of those things where, you know, you always want to work on your speed, but you also have to put in long motos to be fit. So, you know, it, especially like, I mean, you know, Dakotas and Stewart, they don't really apply here, but for the privateers, you know, you're just focusing on getting in that main event. So you don't, you're not really focusing on doing 20 lappers, but, uh, you know, I, I really think so. Whether it's, you know, you start to brain fade a little bit or, you know, you start to get tired and not holding on right. Or, you know, whatever the case may be, I think it, I think it's definitely late race mistakes are, are usually fitness related for sure. So, um, you know, it's, it's the gnarliest sport in the world. You got to be. Yeah. Oh, totally. You know, and not, <laughs> not taking anything away from these guys. It's just the fact that like, I, I find that the, like those crashes and those kind of like the, the, the dropping off late, late in the race has to, has to be connected to, to a, 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 a the level of fitness that's, that's av- available at that time. Like it's like the guys, whether or not they're, they're focusing on sprints or smoking on speed, like you said, um, the endurance, it just, it doesn't seem to be there consistently. And, uh, that's troubling for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to agree. You know, I've always been told and it's totally true. You know, fitness is the one thing on the racetrack that you can control. And, you know, for you to not control that, it's pretty stupid. So, you know, you should, you should really do everything in your power to make sure you've got, you know, you've got the, uh, the fitness to complete the races. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, those guys probably have a little bit of work to do, but you know, we're all human. So <laughs> it's one of those things. Totally. And like, uh, all, more often than not, the guys that we're talking about at the very top, uh, are absolute machines and the, the discipline needed, uh, to, uh, to, to be that fit is, uh, is, is, is unworldly. And, and that's why, uh, there, there's such, uh, such, great advantage or like, like basically like they reap the rewards of getting to the top. Those guys, those top guys have the ability to make a lot of money. And, uh, and, and that's why I think that's an, another reason why our, the top end of our sport is so well paid is that they're, they're able to discipline themselves to go over, over and above and beyond. Um, all things considered, I think uh, it's it's going to be a, a, a series that comes right down to the wire. Um, we've we've seen that now. Is, is there's four, four three races to go. Um, if you are Ryan Dungey with a tied point series um, with with two weeks until your next race, um, what are you thinking for the next two weeks? Man, if I'm Ryan Dungey, I'm I'm crapping my pants right now. To be completely honest with you, it's. Uh... Yeah, he's he had that massive points lead and he's just watched it all, you know, dwindle away. So he's uh I think he's, you know, gonna be just putting his head, putting his nose down to the grindstone and just really getting after it these these two weeks off because he's gotta he's gotta bring something back and you know and show that he's got he's got what it takes to run with, with Eli. So um 
Yeah, I would expect both of them. You know, they're both going to be doing the same thing. You know, they're both going to be just working their asses off this week, these next two weeks, and and coming out swinging. So, um, so yeah, we'll see. I think to be completely honest, right now I think would be the time that you know, hopefully not. You know, for for both of them and for for all of us watching, hopefully none of them gets hurt. But I think that right now would probably be the time that it would happen. You know, both of them are going to be really striving to find some extra speed and you know, things happen. So, um, like I said, hopefully, uh, hopefully they will stay healthy these next two weeks and we get, we get some really good races these last three rounds. So hopefully, yeah, uh, yeah it'll be exciting. Totally. I, I, I totally agree. And, uh, it's, it's going to be exciting even coming down to the wire for the, uh, for the East coast, that championship's nice and close, not so much for the West, but, uh, um, that's, uh, that's, it's just it's still good racing there. And, uh, um, I think that, uh, Justin Hill took a second a little bit this, this, this last weekend. Uh, it was a sketchy track and he wasn't really making up a ton of time on, on, uh, Aaron Plessinger. So, uh, he, he just kind of took a second and knew that he's got a, a nice big points lead. So that was encouraging to see that he's being smart about his championship and will most likely uh, be moving up to the 450 class next year. But, uh, yeah, man, let, let's, uh, before I let you go, um, I know you got a ton of great sponsors and supporters that are still backing you, regardless if you're uh, getting gate drops or, or whatnot. Who are those sponsors, and where can people find you on social media? Oh, man, putting me on the spot. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, so uh, first and foremost, you know, like I said, my uncle, you know, he organized the whole ride day and everything else, and obviously he's my uncle. He's been by my side since the start. So uh got to thank him, the Racer's Edge, his shop, uh, my mom and dad, you know, my dad has been with me through this whole every day through this whole injury. So that's been amazing. Um, and then, yeah, uh, just got a list of amazing sponsors, you know, uh, X brand goggles, shot gear, uh, posture racing, the hitch hotel, um, you know, uh, connection. Drink. <laughs> no spider energy for me. Nope. But, uh, no, you got a hat on. Sorry. Oh no, that was recluse. Yeah, thanks for reminding oh, me. Oh, okay. Was, uh, wow, they look very similar. Yeah, recluse, like the clutches. So, uh, yeah, recluse, recluse clutches, um, you know, Torque One Racing, uh, Rocket Exhaust. You know, I just got a, I got a group of awesome people behind me, and they're all, they've all been sticking behind me through this whole injury. So, uh, shout out to those guys. Uh, oh, Dedicated Ride Co., they just came on board. They're helping me out. They donated a bunch of stuff to my ride day and uh, got me looking, looking fly and some fresh new clothes. So, that was cool. And, uh, yeah, you know, thanks to all the, all the fans and all the people who have been, been, uh, sticking behind me through this whole thing, all the prayers and all the thoughts and messages, it's, it's been keeping me going. So, um, cool, man. yeah, well, thanks, uh, thanks to everybody. Let's all get on uh, Instagram and follow, uh, Colton act five twenty six. And if you can't spell act, just Look at uh, how to like, look at the podcast that you're listening to right now. His name should be in the title somewhere, um, and uh, we'll put a link to your your Instagram uh, in the in the caption for this podcast. Colton, always a pleasure to have you on the show, man. But uh, we'll cut it off right there. Awesome! Thanks for having me on. I look forward to uh, talking to you again soon.